What's up, Internets? This is Chico Leo, and tonight on Fan Bros, we welcome superstar actor Otto Asando. Ben Amin goes on a rant about Hancock again. And we also give a rest in peace shout out to Sean P. P! Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Doodle. And welcome, Internets, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. the Kevin Bacon of the Internets. Lucius lion himself in the spaceship tonight on The Voice of the Urban Geek. And as always, I am joined by... The lovely Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Stiletto Stunner, the Ahura of the Spaceship, Black Russian, the Black Rogue, and Lambo Calrissian. That's right. And sitting in the third space, as always, the lovely Chico Leo. <laughs> the lovely? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. She got, she got a lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think you're lovely, Thank Chico. you very much. The lovely Chico That's Leo. Right. The Wookiee from Brooklyn. The it's lovely Wookiee from Brooklyn. The lovely himself. So, beloved as Tat yes. Stone. Beloved. That's right. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> you should be beloved. That's right. Yes. The beloved Wookiee, yes. The beloved Wookiee himself. <laughs> Well, there we go. And as you heard from his, what was that? Ooh, ooh, ooh. There we go. <laughs> I had yeah. to contribute somehow. You had to bring it in somehow. <laughs> Joining us once again, friend of the Fan Bros show himself in the building, superstar, actor, all that good stuff, potential loudspeakers, speak, network, <laughs> yeah. affiliate. Yeah. Why not? Man. Atto Asando What's is up? in the spaceship. What's up? <laughs> I got to get my nickname game up because y'all was just killing it just now. That yeah, that we were, stuff. I was you should like, start what? now, actually. So you got to get you something. What Drama. I mean, that's one. That's like a cypher right now. Like, y'all <laughs> were just going just off the dome. I was like, oh, I didn't know I had to get my freestyle game up because it's not up real right. You know, huh? like, all right, cool. Yeah. Aren't you from Brooklyn, though? Yeah. I'm, I, well, I live in Brooklyn. I'm okay. very careful about that. I dated a girl from Brooklyn for a while. Yep. You can't be from Brooklyn if you ain't from Brooklyn. This is true. I live in Brooklyn. That's actually a common misconception that everyone mm. in Brooklyn knows how to rap. Mm. <laughs> That's not quite true. Uh-huh. I mean, Far it's from close. it. It's yeah. close. Not, not yeah. quite true. I thought there was some sort of like once you've been there seven years or ten years, nah. then you could say I'm from no. there. Manhattan, or... yes. Bronx, right. All right. <laughs> <Brooklyn>. <laughs> no. nah, but also, New Yorker, well, I'm a New Yorker, a native New Yorker. We're very Native fickle. Brooklynite, right? We're, yeah, Brooklynite too. Yeah, we're very fickle with stuff like that. So yeah. it's like you can say you've been here ten years, you like, tack on 20 right. more and come, you know, come yeah, see me in the morning. But yeah. yeah, we won't give it to you. Yeah, that's... I'm, I learned that lesson. <laughs> I, I, we're not dating either right. anymore, <laughs> so you see what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Didn't really uh, work out. Yes, I did not come. Schenectady doesn't work. That's where I was born. Wait, is that upstate? That's up upstate. So you was in a different country, basically. Yeah. Gotcha. You need a visa to get up to That's Schenectady. another thing for people yeah. who are not from New York. Um, anybody who lives upstate basically is not from New York. Exactly. Mm. So, I so I love you, though. I, I hear you. I feel you, but, and but I you got know. respect. Yeah, I know. 
but it's I not. Know. But let's not dwell on the past, man. You no, in Brooklyn no, no, now? No, we you good, BK we good, we good, all we day. Good. Yeah, Myrtle Avenue. So you know, son. All right, uh, all right, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Well, welcome to Fan Bros Show. It's been an eventful week. You know, I really didn't want to start off with this, but since we are talking Brooklyn right now, sad news. Yeah, I mean, some of the saddest news that really has come to this show in a minute. I, you know, I, I, it's really tough for me to even talk about it, but. Legendary rapper Sean Price passed away this weekend, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't really know what to say. Like, you know, we all know Sean Price was on the Fanbro show. He was also on the very first demo episode of Fanbro show that me and Combat recorded. Um, and I was been a friend. I, I'd like to say that I was a friend of his since I met him on Combat Jet Show. I've been a fan of his since Helta Skelta, on through all the work he put out through all the years. And like you know, the tributes have been great. I've you know I loved. I got to listen to some of the Peter Rosenberg Combat Jack was on there. That was really nice that they came together and did that. And it was just. It's like everyone has been saying more so than being like a legendary, amazing rapper. He's also like one of the best people out there, like just such a good, great person. And, you know, like everyone said, one of the funniest people, one of just the realest people. And it's just a huge loss for, you know, everyone. Shout out to his wife and his kids. You know, I know they're feeling it probably the most. Shout out to all his friends, all the rest of his family. And, you know, blessings to Sean P., like, for real. Yeah, please and blessings to the family, everyone affected. Definitely will miss Sean Price. I haven't, what didn't have the opportunity to be as close to him as you were, Ben, I mean, but I was definitely part of that influence. Like you said, he was part of the bedrock of Fanbro's show, and... Like I said, for the most part, it was always cool with me. He did block me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll never but, find out why. Yeah, I'll never find wow. out why. But, but, but as I've come to learn about him and actually reestablish in my mind, I actually listened to the episode that he was on. We were actually in Just Play's um, yeah, no. studio. And during the episode, he had mentioned that he just blocks people indiscriminately. He says he can know you. He'd be fine with you, no issue, but he'll just block you. And apparently he did that to me before he, <laughs> oh, damn. before everything. So I don't know why. I'll never know why. But I, ju I just know that if any, like, I take it in, in, in stride. Like, that's just his way. Mm -hmm. And like I said, he was a cool guy. He clearly was influential. And I'm sad to see him go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just like one of those things, like even Peter was saying, you know, when people pass, especially in hip-hop, we like to throw the term legend around immediately, you know, like, oh, he was a legend. But Sean he Price was. was a goddamn legend. He and, was a legend. And he's like one of the only rappers to me who ever got better as time went on. Like, he was dope when Helter Skelter came out. Mm -hmm. But as, you know, with Mike Tyson, with all the solo releases he had, with all the music he just kept putting out, he was just better and, like, you know, people have been quoting his lyrics and all day, and, like, he has this one line where he's like, uh, Sean Carter is nice, but Sean Price is better. <laughs> you know, and it's just, like, he yeah. says that, and he goes on to rap about, like, being broke or not having food in his fridge right after that. You know, it's like he just gives no fucks. It's mm -hmm. just, yeah. this is the fact. You know, Sean Price is fucking dope, and no one can say anything against that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I do want to add after hearing the news, first I thought it was a hoax, I didn't believe it, but after everything came to light that it was true, I typically you have a very 
some people have very violent reactions. Some people are just extremely heartbroken and sad. I just thought of, immediately thought of the positive things about him. Like, immediately to surface all the positivity from him and all the playfulness of him and just all the things that will make you smile and laugh about him, that's what rose to the surface for me. And that was the first thing I thought about, like, just how much smiles and, and laughter and happiness he brought to the world. So Yeah. Guessing. Definitely. I mean, yeah. it was even like Combat Jack was, you know, tweeting all the stories that they had. I remember being in a car with Combat mm-hmm. and Sean, you know, we were taking him home uh, after one night on the Combat Jack show. And he's like, yo, stop here. And we stopped somewhere in the middle of Brooklyn, Brooklyn, mm-hmm. like the Bushwick? real Brooklyn. <laughs> I, I don't know where it was. It was desolate. Oh. You know, it was dark out. There weren't many lights on the street. And we sitting in the car. He goes upstairs. I think he was copping something. You know, I don't know, you know, what Sean was up to. He's up there for like 20 minutes or so. And we're just sitting in the car, like for real. And then he comes back downstairs, you know, hops back in the car like nothing happened. And we go on to take him home, like, you know. Yeah, he, this guy, I mean, he, he, like you said, just legend, just influential leader, does what he wants to do. And you just gonna deal with it. Most definitely. I want to shout out my homie uh, Experience from Team Demo. They're a production team down in D.C. They produced Haram from Mike uh, Mike Tyson off the Mike Tyson album for Sean P. And he was texting me earlier. He's just really broken up about it. The wake is today. The funeral is tomorrow. By the time you hear the show, all that will pass. There's already been murals growing up. I'm, I'm really yeah. just loving the, all the love for him. Mm-hmm. His uh, fundraiser already raised 50-something thousand dollars for his family. Mm. So, you know, shout out to everybody contributing. Shout out to everybody. And, you know, just rest in power and love to Sean Price, man. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. And we're going to take a quick break right here, but we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Ayo, Internet, it's Kim Sonian, the ghost producer of the Fan Bros Show, right here with my man Don Will. Yep. And we need you to rate, subscribe, and comment on our iTunes page, our SoundCloud page, and of course, check out fanbros.com. For what, Don Will? What do they need to check out? For all the hottest updates in geek culture. What? I over-enunciated for diction and clarity. Bang. And welcome back, fan bros. How y'all doing out there? We are here on the Voice of the Urban Geek, live on Fan Bros Show. Shout out to Friend Life up in here. And Otto Asando has joined us on the spaceship. We're going to talk about everything he's been up to since the last time he was on here. You know, how it feels to be in the fan bros circle of trust. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I mean, things have been going well for you, sir. You know, yes, sir. We, we have this thing now. You know, we've been Venn diagramming ourselves and nice. seeing, you know, our influence upon. <laughs> once people come on the show, I owe you. Stardom. Then blow yes. up. Yeah, yes. it's guaranteed yes. after that. Yes. You know, so we'll yeah. talk about that. But I got to, you know, talk to the people right now because lately in the comments, I think a couple of weeks ago, somebody asked us a question yes. on our guac segment. Yes. And they said, uh, why do you not think of Hancock as this milestone film? So I was like, because it's not. And, and I agree with you. I didn't think it was. Yeah. So uh, it came on cable the other night, you know, in happenstance. And I just happened to be sitting there. And I'm like, oh, Hancock's on. So let me watch this. And let me tweet that I'm watching Hancock for all you fan bros who thought that I should think it's monumental and I need to watch it again. So I'm watching it throughout it. And I'm still like, this movie is not that good, blah, blah, blah. But people are responding to me on Twitter about it. And one guy, you know, hits me. And they're like, yo, but um, did you get the hidden message in this movie? 
I'm like, nah, what are you talking about? And they're like, don't date white women. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, yo, B, I've been failing at that half my life then, bro. If that's the hidden message, oh, sorry, didn't really work out for me. And um, I did not see that coming. I was waiting for the deep message. I was waiting for the Illuminati. Oh, it gets deeper, though. Oh, damn. It gets deeper. It gets deeper. Just like that, that, I was going to brush him off. I was like, oh, God, what is this, you know? God talking about, but I, you know, I said something else to him. He's like, "No, no, you gotta really watch it. A deeper message." And so I'm like, "Hold on," because at the same time as he's saying that, it's getting to the part of the movie where I'm kind of, like, I, I'm like, "Hold on, I think I might know where you're going." And he's like, "Yeah," because you know, look at it like this. Just watch for the deeper message. And so I really start watching the film. And Hancock is this film, as we all know, about this um, alien played by Will Smith who has powers and whatnot, and it's like a drunk ass superhero bummy. And then he, and he me- throws whales. He throws whales, oh. does all kind of chaotic shit, meets this white dude who, you know, uh, what's his name, Bateman. And yeah, that was the first, like, in the Jason Bateman comeback. Yeah, it's definitely yep. in the Jason Bateman yep. comeback. And uh-huh. so Jason Bateman, you know, convinces him to change his ways and be a better hero, but first sends him to jail in order, you know, so the public can, you know, understand that he's willing to the pay repentance. The white man tells him he has to behave. Mm. All right, now this is where we're starting. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> you know, after that, he gets him into jail. You know, Hancock gets out of jail, becomes a better hero, but then realizes that he uh, was once married to Bateman's wife, Charlize Theron, and the closer he gets to her, the more his powers go away. And so then it's like... At the end of the film, he, you know, realizes all this and basically becomes the hero who's, like, watching over everything but away from everything. (laughs) And, you know, it's one of those things, like, it's not even effing subliminal. It's more the fact that it's just like, yo, you know, this movie is fucked up. It's basically saying, you know, the black man loses his powers when he gets near the white woman. (laughs) You know, that um, if you stay away from our white families, you know, but still protect us, still be you, but still, you know, just do it from over there. Oh, that sounds like uh, present day. Yeah, that's like the Magic Negro origin movie. Right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, what? Listen, okay. And so that was that the movie he made right after Bagger Vance, or uh, you know, it's like in that same, it's it's in that same period. It's in yeah. his Magic Negro phase, right? Yeah. Basically, when Will was like, "Let me do this Magic Negro right, phase." I, I right. gotta be the voice of dissension. Okay. Or, or actually, not, El not Diablo my own. Abogado yeah, for not you my today? own. No, but from from our listeners because we you got a lot of pushback from this. I, I didn't mean, see that much, but go ahead. Mm, you got a lot of pushback, my dude. Okay. And and maybe not to you, direct, no one at you directly, yeah. but a Scared. lot of people saying, <laughs> a lot of people saying, oh, Ben, I mean, I think you're wrong. Mainly because they felt that it was a milestone because it featured, one, a black man superhero that, two, didn't, at least in the beginning, didn't give a shit about what everyone else was thinking or what everyone else wanted from him. He just did what he wanted to do. Yep. And in that context, yeah, you guys are right. That that first, uh, and in fact, in fact, Ta-Nehisi Coates mentioned it, that first maybe opening, maybe the first 20 minutes or whatever it is where you just see him going about his life yep. and just not giving a shit about anything. Yes, that's monumental. But the rest of the movie, Even that's not, not so monumental. Much. Hold up. Let me, let me you know, Repeat that point. It, it is. I would say that it's not the first time, and I, that's why I don't want to call it a milestone. That, no, that's it's not, not my the first point. time we've seen that's that. That's not but monumental. It's that monumental that, to that see goes that. with the same problem that Hancock has overall. And the fact of the matter is, like, because I had this long discussion with mm-hmm. LYC about this topic, about how you can't, you know, it's an artist's vision. Somebody wrote Hancock and had this vision for a story, and then you know they wanted it to be this, and then it got made into this film, et cetera, et cetera. But the problem is, one, things hap- don't happen in a vacuum. No story happens in a vacuum. So Hancock 
is, you know, like we said, the origin story for Magical Negroes, where, mm-hmm. you know, Magical Negro is a trope that is constant in Hollywood. Two, not only does it not happen in a vacuum, it doesn't even happen in a vacuum in its creation. There's an author of the story, a screenwriter, whatever, who, you know, it's gone through multiple rewrites, multiple directors, probably multiple starring actors. And what it boils down to is you put a black man in the role of Hancock in the first drunk superhero bump. <laughs> so that's not he's miles- not the first. Whoa, he's not okay, the first. Okay, well, who cares? But that, that's not the milestone. <laughs> you saying because he's black? Yeah, it's not a milestone when it's like because it doesn't happen in a vacuum. So it's not a good thing that oh, let me look yeah, at this milestone a of a movie. No, but that's how people have been hitting me on Twitter. Like people have been hitting you. Yeah, like, like this is yeah. a milestone. Good thing. It's not a milestone to have him be this rebellious whatever when he's the only one we've had other than like Meteor Man and Shaft whatnot. So it's like you got that. And, and that's why I ultimately agree with you. Yeah. So that, I don't want to hear that that's a milestone. It's the same bullshit. And like I say, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. And we're going to have a guest on in a couple of weeks who's going to bring this topic up some more. But I want everyone out Will there. Smith? Oh, I mean, <laughs> man, I don't think Will wants to hear it from me. <laughs> Actually, I mean, I really don't have a problem with Will because Will's just, you know. Call he, him out. They, no, they yeah. would have thrown any black brother in the role probably. And. Except I'm wondering, I mean, was it written for a black man? No, I That's doubt it. That's the whole thing. I, I mean, doubt it. And it's just like they said on Mr. Robot this week when they were talking about corporations. And it's not like people are sitting around, yeah, yeah. we're going to put a black man in the role. Yeah. It's just like, well, Will would be good. He's making money right now. You know, he can but play this hero. But didn't Will handpick the role? Like, he saw the role, heard about it, someone, it came across his desk, and he said, yeah, I want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, Will well, Smith doesn't doesn't wait for people to be like, here's your opportunity. Will Smith no. says, I want to play that. And if they are interested and in they're, him, and they're going to give And that's the thing. Them. They're going to be like, hell yeah, Will, play this. And mm-hmm. not not everyone in that desk is cackling, but there's somebody sitting there like, yo, we just got the black dude to play the bum alcoholic. Word life. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Word and, life. And then, <laughs> and then the other part of it is that there's no, like, Every time they had show Superman, what did they do? Jesus pose. Every <laughs> damn film <laughs> that Superman has been in. Did Hancock ever get to do Jesus pose? Does he ever get to do that? No. Now, Hancock, you go over there and you protect Superman from a distance. Superman did get to be a drunk bum, though, when he got when he got cloned. Well, not cloned, but when and his when bad Richard self- Pryor's Yeah, Richard Pryor did it. Yeah. When Richard Pryor's in it. When the negative version. When Richard Pryor's in the movie. That's right. when Superman when gets neg- to be a drunk oh, so, so, so black men bring about the negativity, right? So when yeah. a negative Superman oh. got split off and he was drunk and mad and upset, but you saying it's because of the black man. Yeah. Blowing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get that deep in that movie. Right. Damn. And, and like I mean, I, are you still going to debate? Like, if people want to still talk about this, you Oh, bring you, it. Yeah. At DJ Ben Hameen on right. Twitter. Don't at Fan Bro Show. At DJ Ben Hameen on Twitter. <laughs> wow. Speak to me because well, I will, you know, talk on this forever. Since, <laughs> since we have Otto Asando here, do you uh, have any uh, any deep theories on Hitch? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but I'll tell you a hilarious story. I don't know if you knew this about Hitch. Um, my boy knows Will personally, uh-huh. and he's been to his crib everything. And yeah. Will, at the time of Hitch, when it was clocking them dollars, mm-hmm. Will had a picture of, you know, the logo for Hitch was Will, like, leaning up against the Hitch, the words yeah, Hitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had that blown up in his house as soon as you walked in the front door, but it was him leaning on, like, $500 million in the Hitch uh, font. Uh, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, I'm doing it big, yeah, baby. That, yeah. that, that dude, I remember one time uh, when I were filming – and there was a scene that I have with him, and he's a real nice dude, right? But uh, we're sitting in the cab, you know, going up and down uh, Fifth Avenue or whatever. And this is when iRobot just was coming out. Mm-hmm. So we're filming this, and iRobot is there. And I'll never forget, he's sitting where you're sitting right now to my left, and I'm sitting in the other seat. 
the 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 cab just happened to stop and there was like a 50 foot iRobot picture up on like a building right and the in Will Smith's head is perfectly framed and then there's a big 100 foot Will Smith and I was like looked at him I was like check that out well he's like yeah (laughs) that's what I would have (laughs) said that you know you ain't gotta say much you ain't gotta say much but yeah yeah that's 100 feet of me right there What? Downtown New York City, what? See, I've never had nothing, never been nowhere, so I might have jumped out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo! Yeah. No, when, when I saw, what was the first movie that he made that was based on the play that had like Donald oh, Sutherland? Six Degrees of Separation. Yeah, so when I saw Six Degrees of Separation, towards the end of the movie, he's making a phone call by those basketball courts yeah. by West by West 4th Street. Yeah. Yeah. And I was in the theater that's across the street from the basketball courts, and there's actually a shot where you see the theater, like he's talking on the phone, and the theater that I yeah. was in watching the movie <laughs> was in the movie. Hysterical. It's not, not as dope as being in the back of the cab with him. Like, you know. <laughs> You know, you gotta get it. That was like nine, it, nine degrees of separation <laughs> right there. <laughs> Yo, uh, so yeah, yeah man. Um, word up, like, like I say, you know, Hancock. I cannot say it's like monumental or any of that mess. You know, it's a cool little movie, is what it, you know. But like I really say, it doesn't happen in a vacuum. And we're gonna have this Jess on in a couple of weeks. Like I keep telling y'all, I want y'all to Google every sing- every single word spoken. It's a Tumblr where this dude has taken movies and he's edited them down to only when people of color speak. And so most of them are like under a minute. Most of them are under, some of them are clocking in under five seconds. Wait, yeah. so any movie that happens to have a person of color, he's only taking their lines out. No, only any their movie, lines. period, and then just taking all the non-people of color's lines out. But some movies literally uh. have no lines Oh yeah, like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I mean, other than Lord of the Rings, only in the second one when There's the no people of color, Lord of the, the actually orcs? all the orcs are played the orcs? by people. I was going to say yeah. the orcs. The orcs are all played by people of mm-hmm. color, and that of see, course nothing happens in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. See, it's so simple to say, of course, but Lord of the Rings is a huge ass film mm-hmm. with made you know worldwide mega hit where every actor is a white person, mm-hmm. and, and the I villains was, are all people of color. I will say this because I've said it a million times: I love Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. I hate. The elves. Everybody asks me why. <laughs> a lot of people hate the elves, though. They're I all haughty. They're too the haughty. Yeah, a lot of people don't like the elves. But the other thing is, like, look, you the whole world is facing an existential threat. Yes. Part of that existential threat is your fault. Yes. And you guys are going to now fuck off to the Grey Havens and sing your little elf songs <laughs> with no problem. Everybody else got we'll to see fight. You guys in 100 years. While no fucking Treebeard got to fight. <laughs> yeah, for you. No. No. <laughs> no. You don't get to go home yet. You got to stay and fight. I'm sorry. I hate the Abercrombie Fitch looking elves. I hate them. Now, now, and I know that people often sorry. say that, you know, Lord of the Rings isn't some racist, whatever, you know, but that Tolkien had other stuff he was talking about but you know the fact of the matter is when peter jackson makes it in the movie you know it's nothing but white people and that's like it goes into this thing where people are like you know like where even people of color told me yo i don't want characters switch races you know i don't want this and that mm-hmm. but when that happens this is what we're left with mm-hmm. you know when you don't switch the race of any characters you're left with films where it's all white people playing all the heroes mm-hmm. and black brown people playing you know the most mm-hmm. low of the villains or you get something like uh, what was the, what's the uh, Ridley Hancock. Scott movie? Ridley Scott <laughs> movie that just came out, the uh, Exodus. Oh. Prometheus. Oh, no, no, Exodus. Exodus. So you got all the Egyptians, the royalty, right. all white people, mm-hmm. right? And then the slaves and the soldiers are all black people. In 
Africa's Egypt. I'm sorry. And he and he tried to pull something where he's like, well, I can't cast like Abdul Muhammad so and so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But meanwhile, he had made the movie with Saladin, the the Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. Um, th- and that had all these uh, you know, Middle Eastern actors right. that nobody knew here, but were big in you know right. in Egypt. Right. And so it just sort of why why couldn't he go and do yeah, that yeah, a second yeah. time? Listen, accidents went the way of Fantastic Four in terms right. of box yeah. office. So yeah. wow, that, that was help. that was so smooth because I was just thinking, you know. We haven't even talked about the Fantastic Four, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted to get Otto's thoughts on something. So yeah, mm-hmm. let's. Did any of us yeah, see yeah. it? Is the first I question. Did not see it. I will see it with a five finger discount. I am not <laughs> going. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pay to see it now. If someone else pays for me, that's different. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm I, not paying to see it. I actually got my tickets refunded the day of the showing. Like. <laughs> I, I they I, do that? You can do yo, that. Yo, they do that now. And I was really wondering how many people did that because that was like the first time that I really let reviews, you know, like really I was like, nah. I you know, it was a nice day out on Friday and so I was like, I don't feel like sitting in this movie because the reviews are just like, hell no, yeah. you know. I'm like, gonna see it. And let me Oh, I'm gonna see, see it regardless. Yeah, yeah of course. Right. I've seen the first two. I'm just oh, not going to wow. be paying for it. You've Someone's going to pay several for it. Several times. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw the first one, but I think I might eat on cable, and I might even shut it off, and I never watched you the second seen one. The, the, I've, seen both, I've seen them. No, I, I, saw the, I saw about half of the one with, you know, Yon Griffith. <laughs> yeah. That's the original Mr. Yeah, fantastic. He yeah. wasn't very fantastic no. either. No. But, yeah, uh, Fantastic Four bombed the hell out of the world this week. Mm. Maybe like twenty three million or something like that. Something with a hundred million dollar budget. Yeah, hundred plus. That's a bomb. Yo, and Mm. Fox still seems to be holding on to the rights and are determined to go on with this. I I don't I don't understand because like the reason I haven't seen it and I and I hate to throw shade on movie because I'm that's my business you know what I'm saying yeah and let me be clear let me movie business is a very serious business Mm -hmm. and people this is people's livelihood sure sure so I'm not gonna steal I'm just not gonna pay (laughs) no no I I I feel you on that I feel you on that but like there's sometimes I see things and you you just know it's not gonna be good so I go. And I don't know about this new one, but the old one is what put the the bad taste in my mouth. The one with, uh, I forget, the really pretty woman's name. Jessica Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba, right? I I looked at that and no, no... No, no disrespect to anybody in it. It just looked like it was going to be bad. So why am it I was. gonna? Why are you gonna go break my heart about the Fantastic Four? So, so your thing is from the beginning you thought it was going to be bad. Yeah, I, I mm. didn't have that same thought. Oh. Me either. I actually was. I, I felt very not. I don't want to. What's the word I'm looking for? I felt very positive about uh-huh. it. I thought there was a chance. Mm-hmm. I I didn't realize how dark and gritty they were trying mm-hmm. to go with this until yeah. you start seeing the real previews mm-hmm. and people start talking about it. It's just mm-hmm. like, whoa, this is a little too dark than it needs mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. one thing about marvel movies that we all have seen there could be serious parts it can be all this stuff mm-hmm. but it's never gritty to the point of just complete darkness mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. always some mm-hmm. light points mm-hmm. in there mm-hmm. and like i said yes it's a marvel property but it's being produced by fox so they get right. they come at it differently right. they came at it as more so a dc movie mm-hmm. whereas you see something like batman where mm-hmm. The batman um begins type series where it's very gritty and dark but it right. works for that world yes yeah. Not so much for Fantastic Four. No, definitely not. That's that's exactly right. I mean, I, I feel like the tone is completely off. But there were a lot of other things in this one. I mean, apparently 
they took away, like, there were supposed to be four major action set pieces, yeah. and they took three away, so there's no action until the end. <laughs> and and there were all these reshoots, and he got thrown out of his house, and he had his dogs on the set. Who's and he? That was a big the, the director? Josh Trank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, wow. the he got from thrown the, out of his house. Yeah, the got, rumors yeah. from the set were so ridiculous in yeah. every different way. He fought really hard to have Miles Teller on it, who's the guy who plays Mr. Fantastic, and then apparently from day yeah. one they didn't get along. Wow. So he was, like, used up all his juice with the studio to get yeah. this guy on there and then he Jeez just started fighting bread. with him also wow. Kate Mara apparently he didn't get along with okay. um, and, and they didn't and they had the worst time uh, publicizing this movie because I know when they were doing their press junkets that right. they were they, they put an embargo sorts, yeah well I'm, that they put an embargo but then the people who they did talk to like on video or whatever was giving them a lot of like hell yeah. like even people disrespectful and we right. talked about that before and this drove us back to what I was saying like that's one thing that I still that's why I held out such hope for it and I really wanted it to be successful because I was so fucking tired of hearing people talk about how um, Michael, Michael B. Jordan, Jordan is the wrong race. Right. It's and not it, well, that's not why it's bad. Right. I mean, no, that but people still anything. brought yeah, that up even after yeah. friends yeah. that really. Even after and now they're going to be like, like see? Jordan so, was the wrong race. I mean, yeah. apparently, like, even you remember from the trailer, in the trailer, there's a dope scene where the thing, like, drops from, like, a plane. Yeah. Yeah. That's not in the movie. Wow. Yeah. It's not I mean, in the like, movie? yeah. So, I mean, they're doing stuff like that. Like, like wow, for all those on the front yeah. life, the front life uh, live streaming app, <laughs> yeah. Otto's face right now. Damn, like Ro- Roger Corman used to just put a helicopter crash yeah. into his trailers that wasn't <laughs> in the movie, yeah. like just to you know, and and that. I and mean, I've seen examples of that, but it's usually like a shot, not like right. a scene where that no, scene I mean, is in the whole yeah. scene's cut. Wow, wow. This is um, I, I you know, I, I I think I'm gonna throw this in. This is technically one of our quack questions, but it but it works here in the fact that people were asked. Uh, actually, Baldhead did. Digital on Twitter asks, why, after this is not the third attempt, how come Fox can't get Fantastic Four right? What do you think is are the main problems and or problem? So I, I think you you answered that. I think the tone is totally off. The, Stan Lee's and Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four and John Byrne's Fantastic Four, which are sort of these definitive runs, were like super fun, cosmic. Yeah, there always was this issue. Ben Grimm is is like, you know, this man, this monster. He's all freaked out about his appearance. And and there's a little of that, but there's definitely, but it's a family. It's fun. They're, they're, you know, it's not the, the grim and gritty of Bruce Wayne who's seen his parents right. killed and it goes crazy and, you know, has to yeah. figure out that, that cowards are a criminal and superstitious lot. You I know have what reasons, but I want to hear Ben. I'm but I, 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 I mean, I honestly think that's a major thing is they got the tone wrong and mm-hmm. the tone is should have been much more like the tone of the Marvel Marvel movies like. Guardians of the Galaxy. There yeah, should have right. been one-liners. Johnny right. Storm should be throwing off one-liners, right. you know? Right. No, definitely. But see, the thing is, I liked the first two for that. I thought the first two actually had that tone pretty much. There was other problems with Are the movie. Are you going to make yeah. me watch these first two No, movies? they're not that good. Don't okay. get me wrong. Okay. They're not, not that good. Doctor Doom, anything. like, okay. that is also the biggest problem that yeah. they've never gotten Doctor Doom right. Yeah. And that is, like, the capstone because... It's not even the fact that he even needed to be in the first one because someone brought that up. They could have had like Mole Man be the villain in this. Right. But you have to set up Doom, you know, and you have to get that right. And they haven't gotten that right because they don't, for whatever reason, they don't want to stay true to that. I mean, you know, I'm not one, you know, I'm not one being like, oh, they got to stay true to the Star Cemetery and everybody got to be white. You know, no. But (laughs) it's just like, like you said, Burn Kirby did definitive runs that you could just take stories from at random and you got a dope movie. So it's like, they don't have that. They don't have that Fantastic Four. You know, mm-hmm. in the comics one time, at least twice, Doom 
flies the Baxter building into space and blows it up. Yeah. Like ridiculous yeah. shit. Right. You know, like, and it's, yeah. it's more of that that they need. Yeah. Like I heard yeah. the second one actually was better because of the Silver Surfer. Yeah, it wasn't bad until they got to Galactus and then it was right. But, but the Silver Surfer was CG. Like right. take it, was, it away and the whole movie falls apart. Like, no, that's, I, didn't, that's, that's, I don't I think people are too hard on those two movies. I don't think they're great by any means, but I don't think they're like Ugh! You know, like people act like you know they're just yeah. they're, and, they're movies. And you gotta, right. if you do anything, you have to compare it within that that time period. So yeah, that too. That, that too. With that technology, Marvel wasn't making no, you know, Marvel wasn't killing it yet. That right. you know, right. it was right. My my answer, my reasons for that was pretty much an amalgamation of what Chico says and what Ben says. Primarily, what you said, Ben, about I really feel like they they keep messing up with Doctor Doom. Doctor Doom is, as you say, the cornerstone of all of this. Uh, not to mention that they get the tone wrong because they go at it way too seriously. Mm-hmm. And then also they don't play enough to the inherent person that not just the personalities, but the inherent personal stories of each character. Mm-hmm. For example, the, uh, uh, Reed, he has always been like egotist. Th- th- well, that, but he also feels like it's his fault that yeah. everyone is that way. Right. He's always held that against right. each other. Like half the, half of the, um, things he does half of the things he does is because he still feels bad that he did this mm-hmm. like he feels like yo i made ben Grimm basically a monster mm-hmm. he can't ever be with anybody anymore yeah. yes you have ben who has his own mental and personal issues but ben is also can be lighthearted. Right. ben is facetious as hell right. like all that other stuff then of course you got johnny and you got you got sue and you can take them any way you want but the point is i think that at the primary center of that is doom right. and they either overlook him or don't even give him any real thought. Or, or they turn him into a blogger. Or they. T- <laughs> oh, that's oh. what. No, no, no. Don't do that. I, mean, I think so. No. Yeah. yeah. That's no, that, that's not exactly. Wait. Oh, it's not true. That's not true. Not true. That was what it would look like. That was in the, the trailer, rumor, but it's yeah. not. That true. was the rumor. Okay. It's not true. No. Yeah, yeah but they did. No. They didn't get it right. <laughs> yeah. You know? that, that's. I'm just saying. But, but I mean, <laughs> that, that's the thing. I, you know, and I don't know who was running these movies because I didn't see them and I didn't really sort of research them or anything like that. But like, this is what I feel like is what you cut a superhero movie on. You've got to get, whoever the director is has to be a geek. Mm-hmm. He has to be like Joss Whedon. He's got to be somebody who's grown up reading these things, who knows all these different intricacies so they know what the tone is. And that's what I notice when a, a super movie, superhero movie falls apart. It's because the greatest example, and I think the most ridiculous example, is Catwoman. Right. That I mean, I... I I saw the trailer of that. I saw the poster. Forget the trailer. I saw the poster of that, and I was like, that's stupid and wrong. Yeah. That's just stupid and wrong. And they don't need to do that. You know what I'm saying? Because you have this great character that you can do a lot of stuff with. But whoever was writing or producing or whatever wasn't taking it seriously in, like, is not a geek. It's not somebody who's read that stuff. You get somebody, like, you all could could do a dope-ass movie. Like seriously, because y'all know this stuff. movie, doper yeah. than that one. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure all we gotta do is get the rights from Fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, um, all they have to do, Fox, to be able to keep it, they have to just keep making a movie every seven years with that property yeah. in order to keep the rights. So yeah. they've made this one movie, and they right, and they're certainly gonna keep doing that. Obviously, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're never giving. And at some something. point, yeah. they'll get it right. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I heard that you they really were think actually... at some point to get it right. I think yeah. they did yeah, it three they times. Will. Well, no, just because right. a, a a you know broke. They did. They're gonna like get it right twice a day. They're gonna get it right when they sign an agreement with Marvel to do a crossover. Right. They, they got uh, like they did with Spider Man. When they do that, it'll work. They got X Men pretty right, and they did it. It took them a long time to do it, but they did. Damn. 
you know. Mm. So they'll get yeah, it. see, I I still disagree with that. I think the first two are so much better than oh, the last me too. three. First yeah. class, yeah, no. first class, I'm, nope. Yeah, all right, I could well, like when know. when they what's, what's the one when they went back in time? Oh, that's the most recent. That's the most recent. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I watched the first twenty minutes. I love the X Men. Yeah, yeah, first, no, and, and that is a good oh, you're done. Wow. Wow. Done. Couldn't the, do oh, it. the the greatest thing about that movie though is it erased pretty much everything that happened prior to it, so it gave you a clean slate. Right, uh, this wow. is true. Wow. And we're gonna have a clean slate right after this when we take this quick break, and we'll be right back with more fan bros. Dope. Yo, this is Carly Hustle, and when I'm not taking over the world, I'm listening to fanbros.com. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, trust me, babe. Welcome back, fan bros. Hope you've been enjoying this episode. Like I said before, if you have any problems with the last segment, hit me up at DJ Ben Hameen on Twitter. He is not playing. He he really means it, y'all. Yeah, please directly at him. Nobody you can likes engaging also, trolls as much you as can ben loop in. <laughs> you can loop in fan bro show because we like to watch and eat popcorn. But definitely at him directly. Most definitely at me directly. <laughs> And yes, sitting here laughing away at my foolishness is Otto Asando. <laughs> What's up? Like we said before, friend of the fan bro show, you know, part of the inner circle of trust. I'm going to get jumped in real quick. I hear this. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. You know, what that's like. We're going to break out the jump ropes in a second. <laughs> going in, boy. You got to get. You got to get. Little you got to line. get out the game. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a menace, folks. It's a classic. <laughs> But yeah, so, Otto, since the last time you were on the show, man, yeah. your career has just, you know, shot through the stratosphere. Yeah, man. so, man. You yeah. know, things is popping right it's now in your bit, world. A little bit, a little bit, you know. Don't yeah. you got a blue check mark? A blue check mark? Yes, I do. Verified. Verified. What? Yes, We got a superstar. That's a badge of honor. really is. Boy, I got like a great check by my name. So, so yeah, so la- last time you we saw you, you were tromping through the uh, 1860s oh, yes. uh, New York City, and On now copper, yeah. and now you're tromping through the 1970s, 1970s New York City. Yes, sir. So you have traveled 110 years yeah. forward in time. It's kind of nice. <laughs> and can so yeah can, can we we uh so yeah Ato Asando is part of the upcoming uh, Martin Scorsese Mick Jagger uh, Terrence Winter Terrence Winter oh, yeah. show drop those names yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. vinyl about drop, uh, name dropping yeah. thing today boy. <laughs> so pretty soon they're gonna yeah. be they're gonna be dropping your name along with that I and hope you, so. and, and it's it's this is the music industry in New York in the nineteen yep, seventies like. And I've I've seen them shooting some of this. Like they've recreated they recreated a, a record store in Williamsburg. Yeah. It turned into like a Sam Goodies yeah. or something like oh, that. Yeah. And I saw them shooting down in the village one night. I came out of a restaurant and they had they had turned the movie uh, movie theater yeah. um, into I don't even remember what it was into. Yeah. But um, yeah, no. So this is uh, I mean this is major New York 1970s yeah. again Scorsese. Yeah, and- we did we did sit on, we did a scene on Lexington and they turned it into Lexington in the 1970s. So right now, Lexington now is like all nice. It's all posh. They were bringing in their own trash, their own trash cans. It was it was cool. And then everybody had their afros and everybody had their different uh, 
70s life, uh, 70s hairstyles and clothes. And so everybody who's going to work on a regular day is like, what the hell? I mean, they even had the old time cabs from back in the oh, day. Dope, oh, dope. Wow. The checkered cabs, yeah, the yellow street signs, the, the yellow street signs. That's lock. Dope. Yeah. So tell us about this series. Well, yeah. is this a series? Or it's is a this series. A, okay. Tell mm-hmm. us about this. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, like, like, uh, like my man Chico said, it's a, it's a, it's back in the 70s. It's the sex, drugs, rock and roll era, and it follows uh, Bobby Cannavale's character, who's called, uh, this guy named Richie, who owns um, a independent record label that he's trying to make the next big thing. So it's kind of like back in the day Mercury Records. Mm-hmm. If Mercury Records like happened, this is what this story would be. So it's fantasy, but it weaves in all the things that were happening in the 70s. So you'll see maybe a scene with Zeppelin in it, or you'll see Mm. a scene with the New York Dolls in it or whatever, because they're trying to really piece together this whole music and the and the and the emergence of all the different musics that came from classic rock to punk to disco to hip hop even. So it's really about the origin of music in that era in the seventies. And it's it's really awesome too, man. So you said it's set in the seventies. So yeah. how big is your afro in this joint? <laughs> right. See, you see my hair right now. Like yep. right, I've been growing my hair for about a year. Right. And so what I forgot, since I haven't had an afro in a long time, is you got to blow it out. Mm-hmm. So I get to set, and I'm like, yeah, I've been growing it since the pilot because we shot the pilot last year. And I'm like, I have not cut it. I've trimmed it a little bit. Right. And it's not. It's just like this. And she's like. You got to blow it out. <laughs> so she got the little hot comb with the comb attachment. She blew it out. My joint was like this. It was like Jermaine Jackson, solid, wow. round, just like just perfect afro. And I was like, this is nice. I haven't had an afro since I was five. Do you know what I mean? So it's it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you have to, to get this role, like did you have to, I don't know, go in like, three times or was it just like you walked in they was like yo that's the brother get him yeah no it was it, it was i went in all this audition so like like here drop all the names one more time it's scorsese jagger it's uh terrence winter i'm thinking i'm not getting this role especially since i'm playing a musician in this but i'm going in because you know maybe they'll give me another part or consider it and you know it's a, i mean you have a percussionist actor. background so. <laughs> <laughs> smiling african, african drummer, drummer. <laughs> hey, yeah <laughs> oh i made a lot off of that but anyway <laughs> <laughs> um, so I went in not thinking I was going to get it. I think th- I kept thinking you're, they're going to give this part to like a Gary Clark Jr. or somebody like that because come on, right? And then I went in again, and then I went in again, and then suddenly I hear I'm in the running, and I get the part, and I could not believe it. I was like, "What? Well, Gary was busy? Because <laughs> seriously, I mean, I'm a good actor. You right? know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not going to take it away from you, you know. And I I can kind of sing and stuff like that, but I was like. Uh, what what but um the way they've worked it out and the way everything it, it doing this role is one of the best things i've ever done in my life oh like, wow hands yeah. down like hap- i i can't believe that i'm doing this and anytime i'm on set i the, martin scorsese directed the pilot and i just be looking and he'd be sitting where ben's sitting Mm. And just like directing. Are his eyebrows that bushy in person? That bushy in person and the sweetest dude that you have ever met. Wow. I mean, I mean, I know I'm supposed to say that. No, but, but I always honestly, feel like he's not a real, like certain people I look at and they're like, they're not really real. Like if you see him in person, they're yeah. just like, it's like a, a broom with like a coat on or something like that. Like, it's not really a real person, but no, you're saying this he's... cat is real. Cool. This cat is real and just real and an encyclopedic knowledge of music and movies like you would not believe. Oh, I know. I know his 
his movie knowledge yeah. is yeah. silly. I've, I've seen. Sick. I've, I mean, I'm a big Story Safety fan, so I've read mm-hmm. interviews, you know, done, you know, research on him. And he, whenever he just talks films, it's just like, yeah. I feel like I know nothing, you know, yeah. about film. Like, he's I'm like, like okay. Rain Man on that. Like, yeah. he'll just go off and start talking, and you're just like, and then he's been in a whole bunch of stuff, obviously, right? right? So I didn't know he 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 was the editor on uh, the Woodstock. Woodstock, film. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that. So he's talking. I'm a huge Jimi Hendrix fan, so he's just like talking extemporaneously, and he's like, yeah, you know. So I was uh, editing the Woodstock film. I was like, uh, so, I'm sorry, what Wood? I, I, I <laughs> Woodstock, that. Woodstock. You mean yeah, the I, '90 I, Woodstock or the Woodstock yeah. Woodstock? <laughs> Woodstock. <laughs> like, you were there? Yeah, and he's telling me all the stories about this person and that. I mean, I could not believe it. This guy is legit. And he's like, he's a national treasure. You know yeah, what I mean? No, because throws what I'm saying. Yeah. One of the, one of, I mean, your top five list of, yeah. you know, if you talk about film directors, you got to put them in your top no five. Doubt, no so, doubt. So has this been picked up for a full season already? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 We're this on, on HBO. I mean, this there's trailers. Yeah, though, not, yeah. Trailers. So this is like yeah. legit. This, oh, this, yeah. this is, you know, is happening. This is going to yeah. be nice. the major yeah. show in early 2016 yeah. on HBO. We're on this episode seven shooting. We're going to be shooting ten episodes, and we're on seven so far. They're going to probably edit and put it all together, and then they're going to release it next year. Yep. Hopefully God. early next year, but so, I don't know. What can you tell us about your character? Uh, well, my character, his name is Lester Grimes, and oh, he's shit. A, that's a dope yeah, ass. Yeah, that's yeah. a dope that's ass. A nice rap name. Like, yeah, yes. Lester Grimes. Like yeah, you're gonna it. see your rap name. With that's that. your AKA, yo. Lester I mean, obviously. Grimes. What? Oh <laughs> man. All right, Lester Grimes. Okay, cool. I got that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm basically uh, I'm a blues uh, musician that's associated with uh, Bobby's character. So I, I get um. He, I am one of the artists on his label. I, I can say that much. Okay. So is yeah. it based on someone or no? No, or is no, it it's a composite not based on, or it's, it's not Puff even Daddy. a composite. <laughs> <laughs> Meek Mills, yeah, you know oh. that whole thing. <laughs> now, now, speaking of the trailer, I, yes. I mentioned this to you earlier offline, mm-hmm. but in the trailer. I'm not sure if it was you, but I mm-hmm. see a couple of brown men getting choked out or hemmed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. so um, tell me your character has better moments than this. Well, my character <laughs> does have better moments than that, and yeah. I can't tell you the circumstances, obviously, yes. about what happens. But, yeah, that's me, but... <laughs> so that you can show... <laughs> so you yeah, are playing I mean, the meat mill role. You got- <laughs> yes. Yes, I did get hemmed up. It's, still, it's, it's, it's several steps up from D'Artagnan. Yeah, getting, yeah, getting, getting eaten by dogs. Eaten by dogs oh, God, you know what yeah. I mean? You're like the uh, Sean Bell, right? Now. Is it Sean, uh, Sean Bean? Sure, no, Sean, Sean Bean. Bean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Although Sean Bell might yeah. be also. Sean Bell yeah. is the, oh, yeah. the dude on his honeymoon or oh, on a wedding night. Yeah, jeez. Oh, yeah. R.P. Well, you too. said yeah. it. Ooh. I really did. Ooh. All right, so Ooh. that is you, but Buzz you do have. But you do have better moments than this. Yeah, in, in yeah. This show. Definitely right. watch the show, and you know, I mean, I could obviously talk about what they put in the trailer, you know, but yeah. like, yeah, you, that's me. That's you, you know, taking out. that bad one. Yeah, all right, yeah, so. all right. Well, we'll, we'll <laughs> wait, you know. Yeah, Lester yeah. Grimes, wait, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's... Distant cousin of Rick Grimes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rick Grimes, bitch. <laughs> but uh, speaking of that, and yeah. speaking of you know characters you've played, mm-hmm. we do want to know, like you know, last time you were on the show, we yeah. were having our campaign, our hashtag, you know, Otto for Black Panther. Yes, sir. remember? You yes. know, it, damn, it didn't really work out. I know, <laughs> I, know I know. Maybe five people got on board. Our, our circle of trust right. wasn't that powerful <laughs> yeah, exactly. yet. Exactly. You know, I should have got jumped in early. You yeah. know. Man. Got so, my cats. so now that we've gotten the power up, you know, 
know, yeah. we'd like to know what superhero character would you like to play? See, that's that's hard, man, because Black Panther was my dude. Yes. Mm. I'm from my family's West African. Oh. You know what I mean? I mean, like, come on. I mean, I'm sure we could work something out. Like they could You're have. You're a little young to play the dad. I, I was know. Just gonna say. True. <laughs> could there be a maybe the cousin? The ne'er do well brother, T'Challa's yeah, <laughs> partying brother. Exactly. Like the dude who goes exactly. out in the Ferrari and yeah. parties with all the ladies, and then comes you know? back and gets yelled at by, by yeah. T'Chaka. The motherfucker he be at the vibranium mine. Right. All day, exactly. You know what I'm the black jaguar. The, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Banging Quite cocktail a, waitresses yeah, like man. Fredo. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was you. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what's interesting? It's in the comic to me got real whack because they didn't really use these two characters right. But I love Cloak and Dagger. Ooh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'd yeah. Dope. And not just because the uh, cloak is dark looking do you know what I mean because <laughs> as soon as I said it black, I was baby. like oh yeah he yeah. could be black no yeah. I don't I don't want to get on that like oh I can't play Green Lantern because well Green yeah, Lantern Green actually Lantern. Yeah, yeah no but yeah you you want to yeah. you want to be able to play any you yeah know. exactly yeah. but I always as a kid growing up and reading those comics I really loved it I just hated when they were like they got into sort of like the get back in school kind of stuff you right. know what I mean where they, it was more like teenaged angst where, rather than sort of existential things that mm. you, these two could battle like I love that like that combination that the potential of Cloak and Dagger I always loved that man there's yeah. this one issue I think it's a Marvel team up because I think it was like a split or it might have been Cloak and Dagger but yeah uh, Cloak and Dagger both get thrown out of an airplane. Uh-huh. And it is so ill how, like, the writer, you know, makes them survive this fall because yeah. neither of them can fly. Yeah. But Cloak can teleport. Yeah. So he has to use, like, a wheel. He brings her into the dimension that he's mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and then, like, floats over an ocean and, like, lets water in at a slow rate. Oh, so, that's dope. So it'll slow her fall until finally, oh. you know, he lets her back into the... It, it was ill. That's it was Ill. a really oh, well-done story. Yeah. Like. Have they even brought back Cloak and Dagger in the last, like, you know, yeah. no, several, they, they, like, no, they, new no, whatever? They're, they're right now, they're in the Secret Wars. They're okay, just going they on right now. Okay, yeah, they're okay. definitely, they've been, okay. they, and they were in the Ultimate version. They've had. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah, I yeah. expect them to, you know, you might want to, you know, yeah, hit your agent okay. because yeah. the Netflix, you know, I could see a Cloak and Dagger no doubt, series. No doubt. Yeah, I was yeah, just going to say, just because it's not the first thing you think of, just. Yeah. I mean, we'll still campaign for you. Yeah, campaign. We'll still do the hashtag and whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hashtag Cloak and Dagger, Atua Sonda, word up. You mentioned. Green Lantern. Do you mm-hmm. know Tyrese or like close no, women? Uh-uh. I'm gonna ask you. Please tell him to <laughs> stop campaigning. Yeah, he's stop. been campaigning hard. Hard. Oh yeah, oh, he really puts pictures of himself. I think he has an actual Green Lantern oh. outfit. I, I like Tyrese. Certainly photoshopped stuff of him. He's and, going the Sean oh, Young route. Yes, when, remember when that's exactly with, with Catwoman. Yep, Ooh. and someone, look how that worked someone out. Someone put her. it in his yeah. head that that was yeah. a good idea. He just Ooh, ran no. with it. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Yeah, yeah, that's not that's not cool. Yeah, Sh- Sean yeah. Young showed up at some Hollywood function dressed as Catwoman, and she might have been had a couple of thrown back a couple of drinks beforehand. Hand, but uh, needless on. to say, Michelle Pfeiffer got that role. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god! So oh, damn. Yeah, yeah I don't know. True story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrese. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. That's, you gotta, no. you gotta stay in your lane. Slow your roll, bro. But Mom. yeah, no. Ch- mm. Chadwick Boseman is 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 notching his, uh, you know, Jackie yes, Robinson, James yeah. Brown, He's you know, Black well. Panther. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, we're gonna work on that. We're gonna get you know the circle of trust growing. Yeah. And, you know, get you up All in, right. you know, cloak mm-hmm. and dagger or, you know, anything. I love it. I Moon Knight. 
Moonlight. I've yeah, had Moonlight that conversation with a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. Really? me and my friend are like real comic book geeks. So like Cloak and Dagger, we talked about. I was like, yo, you could be Moonlight. He's like, yeah. You could be Moonlight. Mark like, Spector. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Moon Knight is dope. I, I mean, he's basically like a Moonlight. Batman like, ripoff, like, and a like yeah, Marvel's yeah. Batman ripoff, yeah. but in the 80s. Yeah. But, um, plus, Moon Knight is a dope name. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what time it is. Mm. It is time. You know, last time you were here, this didn't even exist. Uh-oh. But yeah. now it's time for the we got rap. all kinds of segments. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you'll see. Okay. But right now, it's yeah. time for the rap segment, mm-hmm. the rapid fire questions. Okay. We wow. have Otto Asando in the hot seat. All you're right. Ready. You're right. You're yeah, ready. I'm, a, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Stretch it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. Ah. All right. Um, Magneto or Professor X? Magneto. Decisive. Mm-hmm. Ben and Jerry's or Tom and Jerry? <laughs> ben and Jerry's. Because Tom and Jerry's racist, yo. <laughs> what? Thomas? Tom Thomas, oh, yeah. yeah, Mammy Two Shoes. Yeah, I'll tell you about that. Tom and Jerry. The first time I realized when I was a kid when Tom and Jerry was racist. Do I have time to say this real yeah. quick? Yeah, absolutely. There's this one episode. I know there's the one with the black Mammy made. Right. Oh yeah, right? yeah. Okay. There's this one episode where, and I'm nine with my brother watching this. Right. Tom is chasing Jerry, and they're running across a desk. Jerry falls into an inkwell. Oh, head first, right. pulls his head out, and for a second, he's he a coon. He was right. a blackface, Sambo-looking thing. I remember that episode. And me and my brother were like, and we just, <laughs> we we didn't understand racism yet because we're nine, but right. we were like, what the, f-? I mean, like, where did he come from? Like, why did he I could not believe all those that one. WB cartoons. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. I mean, WB, right? Yeah, well, yeah, and these yeah. were like 30s all and 40s. Of them are like you know that. those early ones. Yeah, ridiculous. no, absolutely. I could not believe that. That was family fair for the for, yeah. for families in the theaters. Oh, man. <sighs> all right. Anyway, go ahead. Yes, the Falcon or War Machine. Falcon. Mm. Wow. Yeah. All this, right. Mm-hmm. Um. You kind of answered this one already. Luke Cage or Black Panther? Luke Cage, though. But Luke <laughs> wow. Oh! Serious. Serious. Luke Cage, though. Okay. Yes. All right. So oh. you're excited about Panther the Netflix? Panther is fan, but Luke Cage is like, yo, who would want to be Luke Cage? That's You want to be Luke Cage? He's a yeah. hero for hire. I need to get swole for that. Though. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, you got to be swole. 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 Like Michael Jai White swole. Yeah. Swole. I don't know yeah. who dude playing him is that swole, though. He really? Might have to they're going to CG in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he might <laughs> have to <laughs> the gym. I think they're making some mistakes with that, because the guy they got playing the Punisher. Sure, I don't think he's big enough. John Bernthal, uh, everyone's really I, I into person, that. I, pers- I, don't think I personally think Luke Cage should be. I mean, he doesn't have to be freaking like huge on a Schwarzenegger and a Tay Day, but he yeah, gotta he, be he big. Be swole. He, he gotta, gotta be swole. swole. Yeah. He's gotta be as big yeah. as wax. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's no, fine. Great, great answer. <laughs> yeah, amazing answer there. <laughs> Teen Titans or X Men? Teen Titans. I grew, I love that one. All right, oh, I love Titan, Teen Titans. and not Teen Titans Go. Just, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Teen Titans. Titans. <laughs> Go is New dope, Teen man. Titans. Stop yes. taking on that drink. <laughs> mm, I prefer Teen Titans. Um, the Wire or Breaking Bad? Ooh, mm. oh, that hurts. <laughs> that hurts. You know that Family Guy episode where he hurts his knee? He goes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for like fifty minutes. That's you right now. Damn. <laughs> Mm, I'm a, I'm gonna have to go with the wire. Oof. Yeah, that and that hurt. That why, hurt. Why did that hurt? Well, because 
both are to me the greatest shows ever, right? For different reasons, but I went with The Wire because of of its what its message was sort of about the experience of growing up in that place. Whereas Breaking Bad is a complete fantasy. Mm-hmm. Both are amazing, but like I had to go with the wire. Yeah, the the wire is much more epic. The scope yeah. of it, it's about a city. Yeah, Breaking Bad is about one dude mm-hmm. going mm-hmm. bad, whereas mm-hmm. the wire is about a, a, a whole city going bad. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. that is true. Actually, exactly. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, stormtroopers or Cylons? Ooh. Ooh. Cylons, current Cylons or Cylons? Mm. I think we can leave it open. We can leave, we can it, leave open it open. Either one, oh, you know. I have to go with the Cylons. Nice, yeah, yeah. good answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By yeah, your yeah. command. By your command. Not those Cylons. No, the new ones. <laughs> the new ones. The stormtroopers ain't shit. Yeah, no, they really ain't. Yeah. Especially. All right. Since you're a super geek, mm-hmm. what character's death struck you the worst? I, what just popped in my head was the death of Supergirl in um, Crisis, Crisis on Infinite Earth, number yeah. seven. I, I literally cried. Yes. When I picked it up. <laughs> yeah. And Superman's holding her and he's crying. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to cry right now. Right. Serious. Oh. I think Earth One and Earth Two Superman yeah. cry over her. You know, yeah. oh, like the old Earth Two yeah. Superman and yeah. and I still one. have that comic. Oh yeah, I still had that comic. I think yeah, we talked man. about this before. Oh, on we Facebook. might have. Yeah, 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 that one killed me. Dead, and then Barry Allen dies in the next one. Oh, at number yeah, eight. yeah, yeah. Crisis, no, that was no that shit. Was yeah. Dope series. Oh damn. The Fresh Prince or the Cosby Show? <laughs> <laughs> See, because <laughs> there's a new wrinkle with the Cosby yeah, Show. A right? little bit of a wrinkle, Small. but you should okay. answer honestly. I, I okay. Cosby Show. The fantasy, the show. <laughs> Not the reality. Not the reality. <laughs> Bill Cosby. The Huxtables. Right. Not yes. Bill Cosby. The other one. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right. What's your favorite Wesley Snipes movie? Ooh. <laughs> uh, what is it? Passenger 51? 57. 57. 51. 57. Passenger 57. Yeah, yeah. Always bet on black. All right. Come on, man. Most definitely. And finally, if you could have any one superpower, what would it be? I was gonna say flight. Come on, you gotta do better in flight. Yeah, no, I got no, I gotta go to with Mr. Manhattan, like just being. Oh, fuck. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Omnipotent, whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Just God, yeah. damn. Mr. Whoa. Manhattan. I think you might be the first. It's Doctor Manhattan. Doctor yeah. Doctor Manhattan. Right. Yeah, 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 but yeah, we yeah. know the point. Yeah, 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 yeah awesome. Yeah. Like just being the yeah. best. That's yeah. that's the guy who basically could clone himself and all. He could do everything. He saw time. Every time. Anytime I hear that name, I only think of the scene in the movie, the newer movie, mm-hmm. where he's got the six hands on <laughs> no, her. Yeah, where <laughs> him, and his, when him and his girls doing in the intimate, right? Yeah. And he's really over I'm there doing a science, yeah. Yeah. science, and she's just like, "Wait a minute, where are all these guys?" But the crazy thing is, not only is he there, he's also in the past right? and in the future. Right. And but then, but then that's not the kicker. The kicker is when she's like mad, and he looks at her and says, "You don't like this?" Yeah. <laughs> like, like he was really confused. I'm putting in work. Right. <laughs> I'm putting in work. I'm putting in work. I bet I bet Reed Richards had to do that a couple times. He's in the other room over here, and he's got his, he's got one arm going around the corner. <laughs> Oh, Where shit. are you, Invisible Lady? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. All righty. Oh, we got much more on this <sighs> show, but we're going to take a quick break right here. We'll be right back with more Fan Bros. <laughs> my name is Jamie Brodnax from Black Girl Nerds, and when I'm not tweeting about nerd culture, I am listening to the Fan Bros Show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And welcome back, fan bros. I know you've been enjoying this episode. We're having a great time in the spaceship tonight. And it is now time for our segment that you all know and love, Geekwently Asked Questions. The guac is extra. And our question of the night is... From Baldhead Digital on Twitter. He asks... Considering the crazy character depth and storylines, why haven't we seen a Star Trek RPG? So I think that there has been Star Trek RPGs, I, you know, I don't know, at least back in the day. But I, I think the question is, how come they haven't done more with the video game franchise? I think there's a lot of directions you could go. You could have yes. cool things where you're like spaceship, like massive <laughs> spaceship armada battles. Why are you laughing? Or you could be, you could Wait, be. Why are you laughing, Chi- uh, uh, Ben? I mean, why are you laughing? Massive spaceship battles. Yeah, like your Borg versus like yeah, Borg ship versus a bunch of. Uh, of but why? Like, why is that comical to you? Like yeah, I don't. Klingon, they have dope ships, the Klingon Warbirds, the Romulan, you know. What's the difference even, with, with Star Trek when there be massive spaceship battles? What, what, what's so funny? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how you can do a video game where you sit there and like jam the other guy's force field for half of my 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Like the video game is you talking on the screen with the big head to the, you know, whoever, yeah. All right, I admit that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. You got jokes. (laughs) But they could also have a video game where you're in the academy and you start out as like a new recruit in the academy and you have to go on missions. I don't like the directions it's going because then everyone who comes to the show is going to think Star Trek is a joke. No, it's not. First of all, when it comes to space battles, let's be for real. No, let's be for real and say that. Depending upon the director, they've depicted it in different ways that you don't like. Right. That doesn't mean in a video game they could depict it in a better way. There are real ass space fight scenes where they're not sitting there for forty-five <laughs> minutes. You get yeah, they're in forty-five not, minutes, not, the Borg assimilates not, a whole a not, whole galaxy. Listen, they're not like pouring right. strawberry jam on it. Say they're jamming the transmission. They're not right. doing that. This is not space balls. <laughs> No, but we have to admit that but the majority. You haven't seen, no, but because, because that's the way they no, stylized no. it. That's not doesn't mean that they can't do it better now in a video game. In a video game, they can show the speed. They and then people show. will be like, you're not being true to the source material. <laughs> that's everything, though. That's everything, nah, though. you got, like, cloaking technology no, no. with the it could, Romulans. It's going to be high. First of all, if they did it right, it would be high speed. There's cloaking technology. Right. Yes, there's people jamming signals and stuff like that, but it's not like they're sitting there. You make it like they sitting, they both sitting on, like, fold-up chairs staring at each other waiting for somebody to blink. That's not what the battle is. There's other stuff going on. And if this is a video game, if this is a video game, as long there's as other stuff going on. At demo the same some of like, the collisions where they're all like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, well, no, where five people fall five. one way and one dude falls the other way. Yeah, yeah like, you know, have, like, a video game where you're like running through the ship and sparks fly at you. Yeah. <laughs> This no. is the problem. This is the problem. You guys are older. You're using the old, old no, version. No, of- no, no. I'm not. Okay. No, no. And no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it, as you they see. They did that in the most recent yes, Star Trek film. but that film. was kind of an allusion to the past. What mm-hmm. I'm saying is. <laughs> like, what? Stop. What I'm saying is they have the ability to make it exciting, Ben, I mean. And they can make it exciting. There is ways to make it exciting. Star Trek, the the, the ships aren't inherently slow. They don't no, inherently no, look at their stare at each other. We know that. Go at warp speed. Yeah, yeah, we know that. They move fast. But, you're, warp clowning, nine. but you're clowning it. 
it. No, though. no. I, look, I look. I I've said this again and again that I think the Star Trek space battles, while they do do that a lot, and I know they have different variations, are the funniest shit in the world because it's. But all, could you could you talk no, about no, hold old on, ass me, space no, battles when they sit no, 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 not even that. No, not even that. See, you don't even let me finish. It's like my favorite part of a Star Trek space battle is once they do all the jamming of the shields and somebody fails at that, and then they send the proton <laughs> torpedoes over, and there's that look. You know, they that that would be my favorite. There's that look when they're sitting in the ship and the torpedoes are flying over at them, and they always get that last shot look. It's like uh, every single villain, and I, I, I'm hoping there's a YouTube compilation of these. I, I haven't looked yet, but it's like there's always that look, and he's like, "Yo, fuck! I should have gone to Starfleet." You know? Brace for impact. No, it's, not, it's not even that. It's just like them sitting there, like you mean the enemy? The yeah, enemy. yeah, the enemy is like always yeah, regretting the their life decisions. You know, right, like yeah. man, mom like, was like right. I said, you're applying every like every Captain Kirk episode or every Picard episode when they fight, and they just sitting there looking at the screen. Like you're applying that to a video game. Where they could do so much more. Oh, they could do so much more. I mean, no, you they fly around can... to different planets. You got different adventures on different planets. Red you different... guys could get killed. Right, yeah. different blue and green <laughs> ladies my, my on the planet that Kirk can have like, sex with. Just like any other MMO, MMORPG or, or action-oriented game, they can make it work and they can make it exciting. Yeah, no doubt. I mean. No doubt. No, I, I fully agree. And I like I say, I mean, people always did on me. Thinking that I just completely hate Star Trek and I don't because you always hating on it. No, but <laughs> in, in theory, they can make a Star Trek game that's as good as Battlefront. That's a true. Oh, statement. absolutely. In theory, because they ha- my thing is they have all the background as as this as Bullhead Digital said they have the character development. They have the actual technology. Sure. I mean, you, you know, know a lot of a lot of actual technology comes from what happened in Star Trek, which you wouldn't but, know but, that because oh, you're a no, hater. No, no, actually, um, no, um, um, but you know what Battlefront game they are making right now though. The Star Wars, <laughs> <laughs> but okay. But in your defense, I do like that game, and I will be. You damn everyone will. That shit is dope. But that is of no consequence to the fact that a Star Trek video game would work. But I mean, you're not on that committee, okay? You're not on the. Creative I mean, it committee. is true of a major I mean, franchise. There's a lot of directions they could go with the Star Trek. Now, in terms of the RPG, see, which I, was the original question, I don't know, but I think. Uh, there's definitely due for a major I think Star RPG Trek would be kind of boring. Video but, game but franchise. I talk, go ahead. No, I'm a Star Trek fan, and I think a Star Trek video game will be whack. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I, I'm I like. Give you the mic, and then you I'm, completely jam. I'm jamming him. Our shields are failing. <laughs> Boom. It's like the, every time the same thing. As soon as the shields go down, it's a having, wrap. You guys are, don't have, are not looking at the big picture at all. You guys are not looking at the big picture at all. At all. Ooh, Lord. You're not adding in all. See, I y'all don't get you. it. Right, That's fine. That's you. fine. I'll be the lone real Star Trek yeah. fan on this show no. forever. Like ever. I say, Wrath of, the, uh, Wrath of Khan is one of my favorite films of all time. Mm. You know, Stop the bringing that up, though. That's the hey. only film you like that's from Star Trek. <laughs> I know, you like I know, the one with the whales? I like them all. No, oh, that whole three. The, the three the right there. No, the no, the joints? three right there. Rathacon, oh, Search okay. for Spock, um, The Voyage Home. Those are all classics. I, the sixth one is actually really good. Where uh, You're the one where Captain Kurt falls off the bridge and dies? Now, that <laughs> shit is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think that's, that's the Oh, why? Because he one. dies? No, not even that. Because that's how they ruined. That's how they did off Captain Kurt. Like, that's a, right. That shows you. I mean, no, you know, no shade. But that shows you the 
like that's how you finish off Captain Kirk. All right, he all falls right. off a bridge and dies. Well, nobody ever really dies. There's no rumors that dies. Sean Bean is coming back to Game of Thrones. Oh, interesting. So, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and and you know, um, what's his face coming back? Our boy, um, yeah, John, John Snow. Snow. John but but not but that's dead. neither here nor there. <laughs> He's not dead. But that's neither here nor there. Um, yes, that's Shouts the answer to, to the block. Head. Shouts. Digital. Ben, I means a hater. Probably so. <laughs> you know, I'll I'll take that one. You can at me again, DJ Ben. I mean, you know how that goes. <laughs> and uh, and some other rumors, you know, it's probably for the best that you're not playing T'Chaka. Mm-hmm. Because now they're saying that they might kill off the Black Panther's father in Civil War. Oh, oh come on. on. Really? Why? <laughs> because his name has black in it. <laughs> no, they always kill everybody's father. They killed Conan's father. They killed that's, Mufasa. Well, see, they, pre- they, they killed Daredevil's father. father. Yeah, yeah. you know, pre- battling Jack Murdoch. Flash's yeah. father dies. Yeah. And, I mean, mom, and he ain't, that never happened before. I mean, oh. we've seen that trope. That's a prerequisite of a lot of fantasy, mm-hmm. yeah. all that stuff where the parental units yeah. or yeah. unit dies. Yeah. And that, that helps drive the, the, the catalyst of this character. Yeah. Black Panther's father didn't got to go. Yeah. Why, why do we need another black man without a dad? Like, really? <laughs> Damn. Oh, wow. yeah, you might as well go there. Yeah. Buzz too. Yeah. Oh. That's what they saying? Am I yeah. lying? Yeah. Am I lying? Yeah. No, not at all. And all right. I, um, well, like you know, the thing is, in Civil War, the comic book, uh, they kill off Black Goliath, which sets off this, you know, thing. And so they're saying that since there hasn't been a Black Goliath yet, that Black Panther's dad might stand in because that will allow. T'Challa, you know, to join the war because something happens in Wakanda where his dad gets killed. Mm. And so, oh, so that pisses him off. Yeah, you know, so that pisses off Black Panther and that's what happened. So mm. we'll see. It's still rumor at this point. Eh, I'm hoping not because I like T'Chaka and I want to see that whole family right. depicted on screen like right. some coming to America, yes. you know, 2017, yes. whenever this yeah. movie drops. That's yes. what I want to see. So mm. we'll wait. She's your <laughs> Word, yes, she is. Um, bark like a dog. Yeah. <laughs> also, <White Pest. laughs> you wish my, you could have been in that movie. My parents love that movie. There, I there's nothing like because my parents are from Ghana, West Africa. So watching that movie with West African, wow, is the funniest. And she's like, hey, why is he wearing this? Like, you know, when a uh, Were they uh, mixing kentes and different cloths from when all everywhere? When they had everywhere? the lion head. Yeah. <laughs> Blazer. Mud cloth with oh, stuff from across shit, the country that you would right. never even see. My parents fell out. They were like, he's wearing a lion? I've wanted to cosplay in that outfit forever. Ooh, that yes. one or the Eddie Murphy, the jockey oh, outfit yeah. that Eddie Murphy is rocking. Oh, that's hysterical. One of those I might do this year for cosplay. that movie. Love that movie. All right, and some other sequel news. <sighs> Incredibles 2 is finally dropping. Oh, yeah, word. they say Frozone's definitely coming back. I mean, oh, Samuel God. Jackson is always yeah. working. Basically, like, the, the, come on. The, 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 the rumored premise is that uh, it's going to center around Jack-Jack. And that mm. Jack Jack, so it's gonna be a little bit in the future. So he's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. So he's not just a little kid anymore. Mm-hmm. And then something's gonna happen that's gonna kind of push him away from his family. Like mm-hmm. like someone's gonna try to make him bad. They're gonna try yeah. to make him an, uh, a villain. Mm-hmm. And then they said Edna Mode, the the woman who supplied all the tech and stuff and the suits for the family. They said she's gonna have a bigger role. Okay. And I'm a, I'm a huge yeah. Incredibles. Yeah, fan. no, Incredibles that's, is that's definitely one of the greatest yeah. movies. Definitely, seen. you know, the only great Fantastic Four film probably ever made. <laughs> Where's Boom. my super suit? Yes. <laughs> also, other sequel news: Winona Ryder is confirming that there will be a Beetlejuice sequel. Yeah, I think she confirmed on her Twitter account. I think Winona Ryder is just confirming that because she'd like that check. 
Ooh. You know, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like Beetlejuice is dope and all that, but it really is of a time of. I mean, isn't half that's the so cast 80s. dead by now? Yeah, like, that's one thing. That's yeah. so. 80s. Like she was like fourteen when that came out. Yeah. And now she's you know pushing fifty. So I feel like uh, <laughs> it's just like it's been quite a while. I don't think while. the age is the issue. I'm saying it's been that. Long. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be I'm a mi- I'm saying if the character was the woman. No, but I'm saying if the character was a teenager in the first movie and now the character she'll have her own daughter. She's gonna have her own daughter. Right. Daughter's gonna be her. Uh-huh. Like right. I, I, I have said this before in prior episodes. I don't think these all these reboots are even necessary. Right. Just do some new properties. Yeah. We definitely don't need a reboot. Beetlejuice of all things, yeah. but whatever. Yeah. And we'll see what happens though. You know, Keaton's on his comeback right now, so you know why not? Let him let him rod. You know, I see, like Birdman. This whatever. is really dope. With the net, your next. Uh, What's that? Oh well, so t- Tom Hardy is developing a hundred bullets. <laughs> yeah, hundred bullets. Are you really, serious? Yeah, see, hundred bullets was a oh, really, really dope Vertigo shit. franchise. Yes, it got a little True Detective-y in the sense that it got a little twisty oh, and turny, and but it was really, yeah. really good. Um, Brian Azzarello wrote it. That yes. was sort of the first time I think Ooh. that was his big like coming out in comics. Yeah. Yeah. hundred bullets is a comic book, like Chico said, that was from Vertigo Comics. Yeah. And it centers around like revenge tales, where people are given a hundred bullets that yeah. they, that are but, unmarked. Wait, what? But that there's a there's a the much bigger storyline with like bigger. seven families that yeah. go back to yeah. literally like Europe before they the came here, off. and they're gangsters. Wait, what? Ooh, it's the jump off that yeah. that because I got out of comics after a, a little bit from like my teenage years, and then I was like, oh, I haven't. I picked up hundred bullets. I was like, I. I cannot believe how good that comic yeah. is. That's Ennis, right? Garth Ennis? No, no, it's Brian Azzarello and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eduardo Risso okay. is, yeah. is the artist. The art, is, right. the art is really incredible. The covers. Bullets? Yeah, the covers that was a different incredible. dude. The, the covers were incredible. I yeah. agree. That's a dude who de- does a lot of DC's yep. covers. I'm blanking on his name, but he's, yeah, I mean, uh, and Tom Hardy is really dope. I mean, obviously everyone yeah. saw Mad Max. I just saw... James Gandolfini's last movie called The Drop, which starred uh, Tom Hardy. And oh, that I, was actually, that. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Okay, I haven't checked yeah. that out yet. Um, I thought like James Gandolfini went out at least with a good movie. It's not yeah. like you know Chris Farley with whatever you know, yeah. like two years after he passed, oh, they put out that bad. Jesus, like, all right, let the man rest, folks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and I guess off that note, it's time for Ted Talk Little Probably the biggest, I guess, shocking news in tech is that Google is no longer Google, kind of, sort of, not really. But to explain further, Google's um, Larry Page and Eric Schmidt, they mentioned that they have decided to create a holding company, basically an umbrella company called Alphabet, like Alphabet Soup or, you know, the, the, the English alphabet. And that holding company is the top, and under that holding company will be Google and all of Google's properties. So YouTube and um, Nest, like the, 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 their, their thermostat system and everything they own or do. So search, um, the autonomous car, all that stuff. So kind of in a way, nothing's changing except for they are kind of just raising this new flag that says Alphabet. The reason why is, despite anything you read, the real reason why they did this is because Google has consistently been has an issue of when they they try to grow of course everyone when they think of google they think of the search engine and that's pretty much the first thing they think of and obviously every time google has revealed their new plans or projects people are like why is a search company doing this or what does a search company have to do with with i don't know flying cars or bringing internet by balloon Mm -hmm. 
But Google realized just even sometimes even in semantics, it could be limiting. So they said, you know what, let's create a parent company where everything we do, everything we acquire or own and things like that, it's going to be under that name. So, for instance, if if Google decides to acquire Twitter tomorrow, it'll be Alphabet buys Twitter for X, Y, Z amount of numbers Mm -hmm. from on paper. People see that they don't have the same I guess I don't want to say stigma, but they don't have the same thoughts in their head like, oh, Google's owning Twitter. They think, oh, this this new company that's a technology company that owns a lot of stuff owns it. Mm-hmm. So that kind of just helps with their marketing presence, if you will. And it was actually a good move. Um, the thing is also Sundar Pichai is going to be the new CEO of Google now. So kudos to him. And like I said, this was like the biggest move in tech news. It, w- it was just really unexpected. And I thought it was fake. But then I had to check. I'm like, it's not April Fool's because <laughs> Google always does an April Fool's joke. But mm-hmm. I don't know. They just decided this was a great thing. And I don't blame them. Um, also, for I always talk about this every week for people who have cell phones. All of these carriers are changing things up. Verizon is now getting rid of their annual contracts. What that means is they have like a new set, set of, of data plans that you'll be able to do instead of like doing a two-year service like everyone hates and getting a subsidized phone you they've done away with all that so you'll be able to get any phone you want maybe probably pay a little bit more for the phone but you won't be locked into a contract as you used to be which is great news and then finally um this is also going to be big in the next few weeks the big i guess rumor is that apple is going to have their event on september 9th and that's their requisite fall event, which is usually where they reveal the next iPhone. Right, and iPhone they will yeah. reveal the next iPhone. It's we Most people in the tech industry believe it's going to be called iPhone 6S because, as we've seen in the patterns, the next iteration in the middle is the special phone. It might be called 7. Who knows? It's going to be slightly better than the 6. It's going to have a faster processor, a better camera. It's going to have the new Force Touch feature, which is if anyone who has an Apple Watch now, you're already using that feature. Uh, It's also on the MacBooks, I believe, as well. Whereas if you long press on the screen or something like that, depending on the pressure you're putting on the screen, it could bring up other menus and other actions so this along with uh potential new ipads they're going to be talking about the new 12 inch ipad they're going to release i mean basically the, the the fall event is the event a lot of people really look forward to mm-hmm. the most can can we call the apple watch a disaster yet or no that's not a disaster it's not a disaster no because they they've definitely i, I forgot what the number mad. was have they i mean i don't yeah. know anyone, i'm i don't mad know anyone who has one. i've seen people and the thing is like the the one thing we still have to wait because it's not how many they sell it's like the retention it's how many people are using it in a year from now right. mm-hmm. so but they've definitely sold through the roof the, no so. they've they've sold ridiculous amounts yeah. so the, as she said that's not the issue the issue is is it's the, just like with the life bands or whatever the workout yeah. bands like those sold stupid and and then six months later, like seventy five percent of people stop using them. So people, the crap. people and companies. <laughs> what you say is crap? Most of them are crap. Like I've had, I don't want to name the company, but there's one that I started off with, and they fall apart so easily mm. that it ju- it just it just gets all it just messes your whole game up because right, you're like, right. oh, I've been walking two thousand. Oh, now it doesn't work. <laughs> now it doesn't work. <laughs> well, well, Apple doesn't have that quality issue, but yeah. the issue that Ben I mean is actually alluding to, and I can go into further, is that. The use case for an Apple Watch is very limited right now. Right. What are you going to do with it besides it ringing to tell you to check your phone? Exactly. So, granted, people who have it now, kudos to you. Mm. You're awesome. Great. 
you don't really need one. And until it, there's some killer app or something that really gives you a reason to use this device, I think it's a waste of money. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I do, too, as I, by my question. You know, I just... Uh, yeah. Yeah, the people I know that have them really love them, but it looks cute. But, but yeah. what, is, what, what what is it doing for exactly, you? Exactly, but they're always like, before. you don't really need to get one. But they, lo- I love this thing, but you don't really need to get it. You know what I mean? But that's Apple's forte. They yeah. they get people to buy stuff that they don't necessarily right, need. Right, right, right. Yeah, so we'll see if they pull it off again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, that's it for tech news. Uh, Some other quick notes on some TV stuff. Constantine will be appearing in the Flash. I mean, Arrow. 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 Yeah, for a whole arc, actually, they're saying now. And so, you know, everyone's excited about that. He'll be in the third season. Also, they said that uh, Red Tornado is coming to Supergirl. Oh, I told him not not a fan of the tornado. Yeah, he did that deep side. Yeah. No? I have I have an old series, limited series of the Red Tornado. Honestly, the worst comic I've ever read. <laughs> Are you talking seen. about um? Was that Identity Crisis? Was that on Identity? No, that I, wasn't Identity. No, no, this is no. back in like this the is, 80s yeah. or so, late 70s. I mean, it, and I'm what 18, and I could not believe. I was so offended. Wow. I could not believe how bad it was. I mean, drawn bad, written bad, every, <laughs> and I was like. So every time I hear yeah, Red, Red Tornado, Tornado, I just I just get the it uh, just gives me agita. No, it wasn't uh, Identity Crisis. It was actually um, Justice League America when they rebooted it a few years ago. I want to say it might have been no Meltzer wrote Identity Crisis. I can't mm. remember who wrote this run, but in it, uh, Red Tornado wants to become human, and now that was one of the worst series I've ever. I mean, it's like six issues I've ever read. Like yeah. that shit was. I think Red Tornado is kind of whack. Well, in the animation, is kind of whack. Yeah, that was the one, right? I think that, that was the one. Yeah, he wanted to be human. human. Well, he's always wanted to be human, so it might have been yeah. before then too. But yeah, yeah, it was. It was. Ooh. But you know what? There's also someone else joining Arrow. Our homegirl, Latina Wesley, also known as Tara from True Blood. Yeah. Yes. She's gonna be joining the season four cast. Um, the season four cast. Yep. Uh, they I don't they haven't listed her character name, but they said she has signed on for a multi episode arc, and then also a gentleman by the name of Parker Young has joined the series. He's going to be a potential love interest for Thea, and I, I guess he's just going to be on as a full time. They also member. cast uh, Hawkman. He's going to be. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they cast Hawkman, so he's you well, know. To be the interest of Hawk Girl, obviously, the right. love interest. I read they haven't said this for sure or confirmed it, but that Rutina Wesley might be Vixen. Oh. Which would be really dope. And which would make sense because they, they, they don't care about different people. I know, which I have, I care, and I, yeah. I have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I could see her definitely pulling Oh, yeah, Vixen, no, so, yeah. definitely. definitely. She definitely has the physicality. Exactly. For it. Yeah, she definitely has that. I love and um, speaking of Arrow, he's going yes. to battle Stardust at WWE. Yes, right. and I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the resident, one of the resident uh, wrestling fans here. And yes, I'm also a wrestling fan. You know, yes, yeah. but I think I'm a better wrestling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Stephen Amell, um, Arrow, he has been having this like few weeks long feud with Stardust, which is who is Cody Rhodes in disguise. He lost his mind, and he's this. He's this gold dust slash alien guy. But anyway, they've been feuding for a while now, and finally it came to head on Raw this week where um, Steven was just standing there real mad, like, you know, like, like of course Stardust starts effing with him, and yep. then Steven gets mad. And one thing I like about this feud is typically when they put in celebrities to the feud, it's really whack. Or Somebody else fights for them. Someone them. fights for them. A celebrity can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. They kind of do the air punch, and everyone yeah. sells it. Yo, Steven showed Steven. he's for real. Oh, word? Steven? Yeah. Arrow? 
Arrow. Ma- ma- my man jumped over the wall. Yo. Ha- vaulted Arrow jumped the, over the vaulted barricade. the ropes. Yeah, jumped the barricade, vaulted, vaulted the, the ropes. ropes. I mean, top rope. Yeah, vaulted. One move. One move. One swift. I mean, he yeah. was basically on Arrow. He was filming a scene yeah. from Arrow <laughs> the way he did it. Core ran, strength and everything. Yeah, oh, core strength is there. When I say <laughs> ran up on Stardust as if this was real life, yeah. like. <laughs> and put them bees on him. Like sa, 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 sa. <laughs> body yeah. shots, body shot. Like he knocked homeboy down, speared him basically, was wow. going crazy, blah, 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 blah. And basically told like, yo, Triple H, you gotta give us this match, blah, 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 blah. And Triple H was like, I'm gonna give y'all the match at SummerSlam. Yeah. So, I mean that that dude is ripped. I mean, from the first season oh, of yeah, Arrow, he's, he's doing all yeah. those things where like you you climb up like the wall with the oh, two yeah. pegs. Yeah. Yeah, he's not playing. Yeah, I mean yeah. that dude is really actually very stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yes, I <laughs> Sorry, that was not the right word. I shouldn't have said stack. Like, huh? Sorry, yeah. Well, you know, That's okay. It's good enough. I, mean, I was with you like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, all righty then. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Yeah, hey, it works. Ripped. You know? Yeah. Well, anyway, SummerSlam is on August 23rd. If you have the WWE Network, you're already in there, like swimwear. If you're buying the pay-per-view, too bad for you. But definitely check it out just at least for that that Arrow versus Stardust fight, which, by the way, they are actually building like a superhero fight. So, like, all the graphics and stuff, they actually featured, like, a, a comic book guised version of the two. So it's really cute. Dope, dope. And speaking of comic book eyes, it's time for <laughs> Comics I Copped. That's right. <laughs> You know, yeah. that segment that everybody loves. But, you know, not that much in comics I copped this week, Atsy. No. You know, you know, I expected greatness. I know, and then I'm just <laughs> such a letdown. But, uh, no, actually, I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to Infinity Gauntlet. That shit is still awesome. The third issue hit the stands. Such a dope book. I've actually managed to track down because they were sold out of most stores, so I tracked down one and two, got my hands on three. Dope, dope book. Check it out. Uh, Wicked and Divine, I want to say that's issue number 13 just dropped. And uh, shouts to Ty the Robot because, you know, I love the issue. He had some problems with it. Quit spoiler alert. They introduced this character, Tara, who they've been trying to, you know, are talking about since the very beginning of the series. They finally introduced her in issue 13. She's, I would say, kind of like a Beyonce you know, illusion mm-hmm. because Wicked and Divine is about pop stars, right, who, right, right. You know, become gods. So she's supposed to be the Beyonce one. Maybe is Beyonce. She? Some, you know, there's definitely some pop superstar singer in her. Rihanna, whoever you want to, you know, throw. There's a lot, probably a lot of them. Um, maybe even uh, Amy Winehouse. Ooh. Yeah, mm. because by spoiler alert, you know, by the end of the issue, Tara is dead. And um, yeah, and it's so it's one of those things. Like I said, shouts to Ty the Robot. He had a different take on it. I still love the series, but, you know, there kind of might be some things about, you know, introducing them because she is a woman of color and, you know, you introduce her and then she's murdered off. And this isn't even the first woman of color who's been murdered off in the series. So uh, we can't make it. Huh? No, it's tight. But not a lot of people are making it on Wicked and Divine either. So it's, you know, kind of a. So that's the I mean, life. All, of, all of these gods, they yeah. have two years to live. That's the basic concept of it. Once they become the god, they have two years to live. Mm. They can be murdered before that, as has been shown. But either way, they only have two years to live. Mm. So, so, mm. but that's a dope concept. I mean, would you choose that? Would you want to have god powers for two years, but only have two years? Nah. Yeah, nah, especially their god powers ain't even all, I mean, some they're, they're gods, but, you know, it ain't like where, you know, nah, I, I need those two years to be like, so, well. 
Unless your power is that you can slow down time or whatever. Yeah, but that's even like, in two you know, years, ain't really doing it. Using your three wishes years, to you can wish use for all your powers. Yeah, you can do whatever you want for two years, but then but the then when years, you die, what happens? You die. You die. Like you done data. Like you done data. I mean, you know, they're not talking about if there's an afterlife or any of that. They're just. But you know, you're a you god. Die. Yeah, yeah, you should know. Hopefully, first, yeah. Like, but nah, they don't know what there. It hasn't been revealed at least in the book. So, uh, Otto, huh. while you're here, you know, I wanted to know, what are you copping these days? Any comics? What are you reading Man, right now? Yeah, not, not nothing in a long time. Nah? Yeah. Didn't, weren't you reading Saga the last time we were I on here? I was reading Saga, but I, 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 I haven't caught up yet. Oh, it's I caught up recently, bro. Really? It it's hurts. Still, it's, oh, oh, it's 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 the best book yeah. probably ever. You know, wow. But it, I mean, I mean I'm really there. enjoying it. It's uh, up there. That's, Honestly, that's it's it's like some, when books are that good, what, regardless, comics, whatever I'm reading is that good, sometimes I got to put it down. Yeah. It's like I, because I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. I know there's going to be some Ewoks in this or some shit. No, not yet. Not yet. They're going to ruin it. Just got the Jar Jar Banks or something. But it's it's still... Oh my God! Okay. Now there's this character, uh, Goose. I think his yeah, name yeah. is or Goose. He's uh-huh. a he's a he looks like a little Ewoky yeah, type yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. But Goose has quickly become one of my favorite okay. characters. He so ain't ain't no from fucking be Ewok like about him. From fucking oh hell no, yeah, Thundercats. Goose, <laughs> Goose would stab Snarf and keep moving. Snarf, yeah. Goose would shank Snarf. Oh yeah. Man. All right, right, so cool. nothing really recently, but nothing you know. recently, but yeah, yeah. Saga is the jump off still. Okay, and and oh no, definitely cool. get back okay. on it. It, right. it hurts. I'm gonna let you know yeah, it hurts. All right, all right. But, cool, you cool, know, cool, still cool. amazing. That's exciting. Cool. I gotta say, Snarf really is the grandfather of Jar Jar Binks. Like yeah. Snarf is a lot, a lot oh. lacker than Orko. <laughs> Oh, Orko! Hell yeah. Orko! Yeah. I forgot about Orko. Orko. Versus, that's not even a good rap um, no. question because Snarf, because Snarf is a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just want to. Oh, yeah, and I like cats. That's why I punch him in the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Snarf yeah. or Cringer might yeah. be a better one. Cringer. Yeah, oh, that, that is a good wow. one. I would take Cringer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Over Snarf? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Snarf. As Cringer at least turns into battle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, you get some good out of it. I have the power. And Chico, you do have the power because now it's time for. It is time for your third favorite segment. Nah, today I, was, I wasn't even rating him this week. Oh, you okay. Know? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Himself. So the tied for first for your first favorite <laughs> segment. So my pick this week, with it, 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 we, we were talking about bombs earlier with Fantastic Four, and there's lots of ways that movies can become bombs. And there's a documentary on Netflix called Lost Soul, The Doom Journey of Richard Stanley's Island of Dr. Moreau. And it's basically the whole documentary is about how the island of Dr. Moreau with Marlon Brando and um, Val Kilmer. Oh, I became, love that joint. Became the terrible movie, the I big love bomb it. that it was. Yeah, I love that and movie. And this dude basically worked on the like basically for twenty years trying to get the movie made, <laughs> and then like was taken off like a few weeks into into production. I saw that shit in theaters. It was replaced, and he was replaced with John Frankenheimer. And it's all about him in the interview, cast, crew, like all kinds of, and it just goes to show how a movie can go bad. Yeah, no, I definitely got to peep this because, I I mean, I love that movie in the sense, you know, you love a train wreck. You know, it's like, I mean, you don't love train wrecks, but, you know, it's like, that's awesome to look at. You know, and that movie is awesome to look at. It like, is awesome Marlon to look Brando at. Marlon Brando is doing a hot mess in it. Right. Val Kimmer's doing a hot yes. mess in it. So it's just like a bunch of people doing hot mess. And and this has scenes of all the, like, the dudes behind the camera talking about what what. Oh, hot mess man. So, like, yeah, and it, it's really good. It's If you're at all interested in filmmaking, you know, and if you're interested in that movie, and it's here was like what could have been a classic sci-fi movie. 
uh, that just sort of went awry, and they still have, they've done three or four versions of this movie since, you know, like 1920 or yep. whatever, and all of them have had some problem or another. There's actually the second or third version with Burt Lancaster is also on Netflix. I actually, I shut that off after like 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> if you shut so it off, I'm not, I'm not recommending that one, but... Definitely check out Lost Soul, the doomed journey of Richard awesome. Stanley, and uh, it, his journey has been pretty doomed since then. I'm, I mean, after making that one, I wouldn't doubt it. But yeah, I mean, Josh to... Trank can see what's 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 <laughs> waiting for him. Basically, <laughs> seeing this movie, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn. Can we get like a shade, like sound effect, just for <laughs> yeah, just for Chico, yeah, <laughs> like a motel shade going off. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, thanks for That's that, Chico. Awesome. I'm definitely good to check that out. We're going to take one last break right here, and we'll be right back to wrap up this episode of Fan Bros. What's up, everyone? This is Kid Fury from The Read. And when I am not drinking Hennessy or twerking alone in my bedroom, I'm listening to Fan Bros, as you should be. Love yourself. Listen to Fan Bros. You don't stop selling your bullshit on the corner, they won't cop up. And welcome back, Internets. We're about to wrap up this episode of Fan Bros Show with Otto Asando, a.k.a. What, Lester, Lester Grimes, Grimes. Yes. in the spaceship tonight. You know, real quick, once again, want to give a shout, rest in power to Sean Price, all his family. Check out his music. Make sure you give a donation. You know, you can find it all online. I tweeted the link. You can find it. It's not hard. You know, just respect. Check, for real, listen to Sean Price. That's my main thing. Yeah. If you've never listened to Sean Price, fucking go listen to Sean Price. If you love hip-hop, listen to that man's music. He's beast. Beast is not the word. He's one of the greatest ever, like, like we say, legend. Check yeah. him out. Real quick, we, you know, we missed this before, but also rest in power to Roddy Piper, yep, you know, legendary wrestler, also star of one of my favorite films of all time, They Live, <laughs> which I, I'm not sure if that's on Netflix right now, but if you've never seen They Live, go see it. It is definitely just one of the most subversive films. It's like Mr. Robot in a way. You know, it, it says so much about our current state of the world, and it's... It's true. It's even more relevant no, it, today than it was in the Reagan 80s. It, it is one of my, like, it's one of the movies I live by. Like, yeah. you know, on they low, they live just says so much about American culture right now. And, you know, it's starring Roddy Piper, and it also features one of the greatest action scenes ever. <laughs> and it's utterly ridiculous, but look past that and, you know, the message underlying it, just like the message in Hancock, you know? It's a terrible movie, but look past that. I mean, so is Hancock, <laughs> and I look past and I saw the terrible, you know? Yeah, you saw how, more, how much more terrible it Yeah, was. but no, no, They Live actually has a great message to it. Cool. And, you know, other great messages that will be delivered... During New York Super Week and the Fan Bros Show got live events out the wazoo, we, boy. We pretty much took over the week. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. You know, the week starts off with us, and yep. then once we're done, you know, we see what happens. But first up, right? Yeah, that's first. Yeah. Attack of the Con, <laughs> Star Wars versus Star Trek, October 5th at Gotham West Market. Mm-hmm. Star Wars versus Star Trek, as you hear on this show every week. Yes, and I'm clearly going to be debating by myself <laughs> <laughs> since everyone on this episode. No, I like Star Trek. No, actually, no, I'm still I'm, w- w- getting gu- Guru. 
Yeah, it's got to be we, on my team. We, we, you know, we got some special guests we're working on. Young Guru, possibly. You know, Just Blaze. You know, Pete Rock might be mentioned. Pete Rock. You know, Ooh. Otto Asando. Who knows? You know, we, who knows might be Otto, at this. Otto, don't, don't, don't try me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. On, on, you could come to the debate, but don't try I'm me. Okay. I'm serious. I'm a, I'm a, okay. And, and then, <laughs> I mean, on Tuesday, it just gets bigger and better. I mean, as if it could get bigger and better than Star, Tor- Star Trek versus Star Wars. The Black Girl Nerds versus Fan Bros Show live podcast recording. I'm not going to butcher where that's at because I have no idea how to pronounce that. Um, let's look it up on our website. Yeah, Benza Quinn Hall, I think, <laughs> at the Domina Center. I got that part. Yes. October 6, 2015, 7.15 p.m. again. The Black Girl Nerds versus Fan Bros Show. I Live Black podcast. That's that's you love dope. Black Girl Nerds? Yeah. Shout out to Jamie. Yes, everybody loves Black Girl Nerds. Everybody hates Fan Bros Show. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you. Yes, and so we're bringing together all, you know, it's like the urban geek. This is going to be the one. If you are an urban geek of any form, shout out to Geek Soul Brother. Shout out to all the rest of the podcasts out there. I mean, there all them and lane. everybody. Everybody come down. Yes, this is the one. We need all of the Urban Geeks. This is the meetup, the live podcast, other special guests from, and who knows, Otto Sando might be there again. Yeah. Well, only for that one. Joffy Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know you all want it? No, no, we really might need him for our third event, though. The Crossplay Cosplay Contest. What? October 7th I like at Latitude. I was like, he clutched his purse. Like, what is they about to say that? You know, I'm going at Storm then. Boom! Yes! yes! Boom! Yes! 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 That is what we were wow. talking about. No, right, we're holding no, you that's to real. that. Yes. No, that's real. No, yes. we are holding oh, you to that. Wow. October 7th at mm-hmm. 8 p.m. The cross. And you you didn't even know what it was about, and you hit it on the nail. <laughs> yeah. Laurel Monroe will yes. be in the house. Yes. Sure. The crossplay co- cosplay mm-hmm. contest mm-hmm. is celebrating gender switching, race switching, and cosplay yes we've got special guests lined up i mean crazy for that trust me like the special guest celebrity cosplayers what are about the, be what the about the special judges oh special judges the special prizes the special prizes shout out to costume super center we're combining with them to bring you the crossplay cosplay contest october 7th at latitude Otto Asando's will be in the house <laughs> as Storm. <laughs> Bet well, on cross that. race. I'm going to have to go as Wonder Woman then. Oh. There oh. Go. Hey. The goat. Bring you know? it. Let's go. It's crazy. Man, so much going on with Fan Bros Show right now. August 27th even, Tatiana. What are we doing? Yo, we're going to do, we could teaming up with uh, Mashable again. Yeah, Mashable shout out events. to the Belf. Yeah, yo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that Belf. The Name Belf. The Belf. <laughs> yes, Mash Flicks, they're, I guess, I guess de- not debate, but we're going to see the screening of a movie called GTFO. I'm not going to cuss right yeah. now. But GTFO. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, all right. So <laughs> it's pr- pretty much about, about female gamers and, and how that world works and does not work and how that affects them and things like that. But we will be there live in full effect. We will be reviewing the show. Hopefully, we'll be back at Mashable HQ. Oh, not hopefully. We will be oh, back will? at Mashable we, HQ. We're going to be back at with Mashable the HQ with the Beth live streaming. Yep. Otto Asano's going to be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're my thesaurus. I need to bring yeah, you everywhere exactly. I go. <laughs> Word up, though. Mm-hmm. August 27th. Check it out online. You'll be able to sign up for this and register. If you're in the New York City area, you can meet up with us. We'll be there at the live screening of GTFO. And you know what time it is. Before we get out here, as always, 
Subscribe on iTunes. Leave a comment. Leave a rating, five stars, all that good stuff. Hit us up on SoundCloud, all that. iTunes, Twitter, Instagram. Stitcher. Stitcher. <laughs> Friend life. <laughs> Friend life, yes. And Otto, let them know where they can find you at and what are you up to other than, you know, starring in vinyl and doing all these other big things that, you know, we got some news we can't even reveal. Right I know, now. I know. Damn. But we're still in elementary? Uh, my, uh, uh, Blue Bloods is coming up. I okay. That stuff, yeah. So, Otto Asando, Twitter, that's my handle. So, just yep. go in there. Uh, that's the best place you can find me, ottoasando.com. I got a website. Oh, oh, yeah, oh a website. wow. Yes. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of old school for me, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then other than that, I'm just going to be on vinyl. Check out vinyl next year. It's going to be dope. Most definitely. And also, happy born day to Mama Asando. Uh, yes. yes. Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Mom. Yes. yes. Is there yes. a special uh, Ghanaian way to say happy birthday or anything? No. Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this must be something special. Yeah, He's like, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, we just say happy birthday. Yeah, this is a happy birthday. English colony, so, you know, they right. kind of, you know, that thing. Yeah. Happy birthday, Mama. Happy birthday, Mommy. I love you. Aww. <laughs> Fat Bros. Fat Bros.